<laughs> I still like the regular. I still like the regular version yeah. better, but yeah. I, mean, I think the remix. Yeah, I mean it's about the same. <laughs> no. I mean that's what I call an intro. <laughs> he he loves he loves. I mean he loves rap now. Thanks to your son, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what up? What up? What up? Welcome to Bruising Banter Podcast, where the topic is the rocket and the brew. Will that be the fuel? And I'm your host Rob G, and with me, as always. The legendary brew crew. What up, fellas? What's up? What's up? Hi. <laughs> yeah, Hi. We, we are down uh, a brew crew member today. Shout out to Lou. Uh, Belgium. Lou, Lou Belgium. <laughs> Lou Belgium. Sorry you couldn't be here right this moment. All right. Um, but uh, we'll hold it down for him. Uh, today yes, is indeed. episode 80 of Brews and Podcast. Welcome to the 80s. Hey. Yes. You know, the eighties was a good time. For me. <laughs> <laughs> Truly were. Truly were. I got to experience all ten years. <laughs> I guess, I, well, yeah, before because before the eighties, uh, you were not existed. <laughs> I tail end of the seventies, so like I said, you can. Uh, I got to experience all of the. 80s. Oh, no, I'm, talking yeah. about, I'm talking about Yoda. Oh, oh, oh Yoda. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't born to the eighties. Um, but this is. Volume 16 of our social yes. distancing series. Good job, Rob. There you go. Yeah, brother did his homework early. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean early? Two minutes ago, you look. We're going to test you. We're going to test you at the end of the episode. Like, uh, He's going to forget. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that does mean we have a special guest with us today. Uh, we have Jay Wesley, author. Um, Fashion designer is, is that is that a thing? Uh, uh, relationship I expert. I, relationship. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Spoke about that. Right, right. Uh, well, we yeah, welcome you. Yeah, yes, thank you for having me. Renaissance Loving the energy man. so far. There you go, Renaissance man. There you go. Yeah, right. Renaissance man, Brooklyn boy, plant dad. There you go. Yes, yes, goes, yes. The list goes on and on. Good. There you go. Bike rider uh-huh. to the city. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, man. I'm trying. Listen, I'm trying to work these love handles down, man. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, uh, but before we get started, I always need to know, huh? 
when you said bike riding through the city, for some reason, I automatically thought motorcycles, but he was really like pedal bike. Yeah, pedal, pedal bike. Oh, I, I was pedaling, pedaling. Okay. Pedal, pedal. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a dope app, though. I need to, I mean, I, don't, I said I'm going to get a bike, so I, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to need that app. Yes. <laughs> Got to get a bike. Got to get a bike. Um. Yeah. Shut up, Dave. You don't know how to ride a bike. Seven <laughs> <laughs> days a week, buddy. I'm on mine. Nice. <laughs> um, but before we get started, I need to know. What is everybody drinking today? We start uh, with. We can start with our guest. Uh, Jay, what are you drinking hey, today? It's a good thing I bought my bottle with me, too, in case I wanted to, to refill while we were talking. Uh-huh. So I'm drinking the Glenn Levick Caribbean cask. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So I'm a big rum fan, but I mm-hmm. also love whiskey. Mm-hmm. So it's it's um, whiskey aged in rum cask. Nice. So, so it has like it's a whiskey with a you know hint of rum note. So that's what I'm drinking right now. Is drinking that currently? What time is it again? What what, what proof? That's what it. proof is that? You know that's the big thing with the rum and and you know whiskeys. What proof is that? It's eighty proof. Ooh. It's eighty proof. Mm. Yeah, he... Listen, I was trying to be right for y'all podcast, man. Yeah, so. but hey. Hey. that sounds like you might be wrong for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I, I John, like John Levin, John Legend said, get lifted. Yeah, he, he about to tell all the things about it. After, right, yeah. after, right. It's after you days. Oh my! Oh, those, oh, don't bring me back. Don't bring me back. Oh, still, still reserve. Oh, oh shit, shit. Oh, make it stop. Still, <laughs> that's that's a dangerous can right Jake, there. Jake is still full. He said, "Make it stop." Yes, <laughs> still reserve. Oh, still reserve. Jeez. Yeah. Now we drinking. Now we drinking these craft brews. We we uh you know we buying this upper echelon beer. All right. <laughs> and he got the whiskey and the and the uh and the well not bourbon because you have to be in Kentucky to be bourbon, right? Is that what we we, we learned last mm-hmm. week? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is that right? Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Dev, what are you drinking today? Whoo! I'm going. I'm going a little. I guess you would say a little more pedal to the metal than usual. I'm drinking two beers. So the uh, first one I'm uh, drinking on today is the uh, Hazy Double IPA. It's called uh, the Stratospropic Damage. Uh, this is by a Precarious Beer beer Company, um, Beer Project, I should say. Sorry about that, Beer Project. Um, they're out of Williamsburg, Virginia. So we had uh, visited last Hey, it's already been almost two weeks, huh? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, two weeks ago, roughly, we uh, went down into Williamsburg and went and visited the brewery. So shout out to Precarious, <clears throat> and uh, that's an eight percent ABV. Uh, ABV. Okay. Um, and I'm also going to be cracking uh, uh, this uh, Black is Beautiful. This is their version of the uh, uh, Imperial Stout with uh, cocoa nibs, chilies, and allspice. And this is coming in at uh, 10% um, nice. ABV. Who's Black is Beautiful is that, though? This is uh, Precarious. Precarious, oh, Precarious Project, yeah. Uh, I might have might have missed that out, but you might have said their it. version um, of of their uh, Black is Beautiful. So, shout out to these guys yeah, for... You want to say that to next week? <laughs> oh, you know uh, what? I, I, was, I was curious because you, oh, you cracked your uh, Virginia, didn't you? Yeah. You cracked your Virginia. Yeah, so I don't you have might to drink it. I can drink the other one. I can drink the other one. 
Cause you're gonna be the only one who not have one. <laughs> yep. So you might as well go ahead and Yeah, I I'll, I'll switch it. I'll switch it. <laughs> right. I got another black is beautiful uh Imperial Stout. All right. Yo, what you drinking? Yeah. Uh what I'm drinking on is a uh cafe uh cruiser. And this is uh uh espresso vanilla stout that comes at a six point two A V A B V and it's a um it's from Black uh Black Flag. Brewing company. Okay. Ah. Oh, they out of Maryland somewhere. Maryland. I'm not sure really where where because it's not on the scan. I just remember. Yeah, it's it's not too far from uh Harlan. Where's Harlan at? Harlan's in. Uh, he yeah, passed so, it yesterday, uh, Friday, when I was talking to him. Um, a lot of like near they near are they not they're not near Laurel. Uh, probably. probably yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just a, it looks like your regular stuff. Okay. And you got it in but your black beautiful glass. Of course, I got it in my black beautiful glass. Shout See, I wasn't going to use my drip. I was going to use my bruising banner glass, but then I was like, once you pour uh, a, um, a stout into that glass, it yeah. like just takes that way to. Yeah, takes away the label. label, But this here, it sets it off when you pour that black and that that gold, that black and yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a pretty good um, stout. It is uh, very espresso ish. But um, yeah, yeah, but it's real good. I'm tired, so hopefully the espresso will help me out here. (laughs) Don't fall asleep with that beer again. I ain't going to fall asleep. All right. No sleeping while drinking. I got, I got, I got two beers myself. Uh, my first one is from Love City. It is the uh, Love City Brewing. It's the Hazy Rider number one pineapple uh, brewed in. Uh, it's a hazy India Pale Ale with uh, pineapple. There you go. It's uh, Look at that. nice. But that looks good, yo. Yeah, and my uh, yeah, for real. And my, uh, of course you do. Black beer culture. Black beer culture glass. Shout out to Mike. And I, uh, got all the black people glasses. I swear to goodness. <laughs> I, 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 try to, I try to support black business. I know you be on them too. Like I, I, I be missing them joints all the time. You gotta be, you gotta be ready. Um, I got like I, I was just saying, I gotta get my uh, shirt from the Jay Wesley collection. Oh, we can talk about that. Later, I, need, but. <laughs> I need, a, I need, I need a do over, man. Yeah, I got the black business, and I'm busting out Glenn Levitt. <laughs> I did not get, the, I did not get the memo. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a glass, though. It's just a glass, it's though. Glass. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Glasses. And I also got a precarious beer project uh, beer as well. It's the Argo Mento. It's an Italian mm. style pilsner, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Here. So be checking that out. Uh, I did uh, have another beer. I forgot. After I finish this one, because I, I can't, or I can, I could, I could shotgun it right here on. The, no, I'm just joking. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, go for All it. All 16 ounces, do it. Go for it. Absolutely not. He gonna be like, oh, this is boozing, 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 boozing. Yeah, we, we, we gonna make that. A, we gonna make that a challenge on one of these episodes. Just all, all of us just go ham. Yeah, yeah, I need, yeah, I need a 12 ounce. We gotta bro. do it. In, we need, we gotta oh, do it. In, come on, you can do it. We gotta you do it in the glass though, just to make sure that we can see who won. Okay. Oh, you mean yeah. a I've even seen um, oh, yeah. I've even seen contests for crowlers. Yeah, I'm good. Oh fuck that! I'm not <laughs> ain't that crazy. No crowler. Unless, well, unless if, if it's like four percent, you might be high. You be high. But like, no, okay, four percent it is. That's a lot. Going to sleep immediately. <laughs> this is too much to take now. Like that. Bite yeah. something. Yeah, true. But, uh, I forgot I had this uh, zombie date night too. It's a um, imperial uh, porter. Which I may open, I may not open, but it's a L L brew with uh, raspberries and cocoa nibs too. Mm-hmm. But this is nine point six percent. 
I didn't even know that. I might just drink it because it's high ABV. Yo, just yeah. sit that on the step for me, though. Sit that on the step for me. Is that why it's called zombie? Yeah, that shit. Yeah, this zombie slumped over in the car. <laughs> That's a bad promotion, but okay. Drinking and driving. Or is it good but, promotion? Um, it could, I mean, it depends on how you look at it. But from uh, Three Stars Brewing Company out of Washington, D.C. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool. See that drip? I see that drip on that can. That thing yeah, frosted. You know, yeah. you know, like, you right. keep Sound like everybody is drinking something, something to get them. I guess nice. If you're drinking a yeah, lot of nice, them. I probably <laughs> shouldn't even be drinking that the way I feel right now. Eight <laughs> percent. Got yeah. We 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 flying high. Yeah. Right. When, when my eyes when my eyes get low and I start slurring my words, just cut the podcast. Right, nah, that's, that's, that's what we're gonna turn up. That's what we're gonna ask all the questions. So tell me more that's about when. that book. <laughs> exactly, what relationship? Who are really was some that? of the yeah. names? He's gonna be like, well, let me tell you about that bitch Keisha that I wrote the. Uh... <laughs> um, like I said, we do have Jay Wesley here, uh, and we want to get into knowing about him and. Uh, I guess the whole bio, how he how he started get how he came to be a writer, an author, and then the, the Jay Jay uh, Wesley collection, like I mentioned earlier, and how how that came to be as well, and any other projects you got through. So uh, again, welcome to the podcast, my brother. Hey. Welcome, welcome, hey. welcome. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks, I'm honored to be here. Yeah. Really dope. Yeah, but like how I started, to be honest with you, I think I kind of started in in college with away messages. <laughs> like I would go. I'd be going through something emo and just typing away status and people were like, you know, can I get that? Can you mind if I copy and paste it? Um, So that's, I think that's when I really had my first taste in writing. And what made me take it a little bit more seriously was I think that MySpace era, like the Mm -hmm. post black planet MySpace era. I remember I was in this relationship. It was a very turbulent relationship and we had gotten into this bad argument and I'll never forget. I not know how you know I was younger. I had a bottle of E and J VSOP. Well, now you don't need to go any further. We know where the argument started. <laughs> so I, I, I had a bottle of E and J VSOP and a blank computer screen, right? And I was just mm-hmm. in my feelings, Pisces. And I wrote the opposite of what I wanted to feel at that moment right and so i was like this is not what love feels like this is what love is supposed to feel like Mm -hmm. and i ended up just posting it on my myspace page just just because Mm -hmm. and um people like this is great like you need to you need to write more i'm like no i'm not a writer that's not what i do it's just i was just really just purging and just releasing And, and and i stayed in that relationship but every time we'd argue instead of me just getting angry I would just take it out on the pen. And so every three months or so, I would just have another post. And right. then I realized something about myself. It's like, I don't have to get angry, which I was very much into when I was younger. Like, I was very confrontational. I was like, I can just take out my, my frustration on a pen and turn darkness into beauty. So that's mm. how, and that's how it started. And so I read this quote, um, I believe it's Maya, no, Toni Morrison. She said, if there's a book you want to read, and it hasn't been written yet, you must be the one to write it. And so, you know, with social media, I was just getting tired of seeing relationship pages, but it wasn't really geared for men. It was men speaking on behalf of women. Mm -hmm. And 
anyone that has conversation, enough mature conversation, we know that there's not, we're not that different. We communicate differently. Right. And so what I started doing, I was just writing all that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do, you know? And so like, we're, we're a little bit more, we're reluctant to sometimes be expressive with women, but we'll come to our boys and share all our problems and frustration. Right. And so what I started doing was writing, but instead of saying he, she, it would just be like non-gender specific words. And so what happened was when women were reading it, they were like, wait a minute, I feel this, but this isn't a woman right in this. So that was my way of building a bridge of communication between gotcha. men and women. And at first it was really for black people because that's all black love, right? And what I realized later on as like my page started growing followers and stuff like that. Love is not just isolated to us. It's everyone. I had, yeah, like I remember, I remember I had a, uh, a dude from like the Midwest on a tractor. Mm. So I had a picture on the tractor. It was like, listen, listen, brother, man, I just thank you for your page. You gave me through a real difficult, diffi- um, real difficult situation. I was like, wait, what? And mm. then someone from India wrote me, hey, I'm going through a divorce. You have no idea how much your words are saving me. And I was like, wait a minute. Like I free emotions aren't isolated to just one one people one gender it 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 we all feel it and so that's what made me really start taking it seriously wrote the book and I've been doing it I've been doing it ever since. So what's that ever since that uh that that book when did it come out? Yeah, so the book I published in 2016. Oh, cool. Yeah, the book I published in 2016. Um, the goal is this year to publish another two more. Okay. okay. So my, my, my issue was I was always just trying to hit a home run. I was overthinking it, right. overthinking the process, right? And kind of second-guessing myself out of it. But this year I realized, like, you have to believe that you're good enough. And, you know, like, you guys started a podcast. Right. And I don't know how long it took you to actually get to the table and record the first podcast, <laughs> but the process, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, this quarantine has been really helpful for me to really figure out next steps. So the goal is to have two more this year. Right now, did you did you say what the, the the first book was called? Oh no, the first book is called um, "Right His Wrongs from Heartbreak to Love Notes," and so it's talking about relationship from a male perspective, and it literally goes from heartbreak, where you know I'm the I'm I'm somewhat the villain, like my experiences when I really didn't know what relationships were all about, and then there's a piece called Karma when a girl broke my heart, like I was breaking wi- um, women's hearts. And so I got a taste of my own medicine. I'm like, wait a minute. I can't let anyone else feel the way I, I, I I didn't want anyone to really feel or go through the emotional toes that I was going through that breakup. And so the rest of the book is, is you're navigating your emotions, trying to get it right, still making mistakes in the process. And love note is like that more advanced elevated version where you kind of have a better understanding of what relationships and communication is supposed to be. So does anybody know who's the, who these uh who the 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 uh poem, what are they they're poems right? Yeah, they're a mix of like um it's lyrical essay and poetry. So nice. anybody actually know who they're about besides yourself? Like do the females know? Some of them, some of them. Interesting. I had an ex ex I had an ex come at me. She's like, I'm not in your book. Why am I not in your book? I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa. At first, I was like, why would you want to be in the book? Right. <laughs> you know, at, but. I think it made me realize that a lot of people want to just feel like they mattered at some point 
in your life, whether it was the good or maybe they contributed to your maturity. And so I was like, and I got, I told her, I was like, you don't even realize you're spread throughout that book. It wasn't one poem about Mm. you. Like their sentences, their, their moments with throughout the book. That's you. You know, they, there are pieces. Nah, it's not like you got a good game. <laughs> nah, 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 man. Nah, nah. Oh, oh, yeah, you all out the book, you know. She said, so what you oh, doing, big man. head? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Smooth operator. That was, a, that was a good line, though. Yeah, yeah, you oh, all throughout the Yeah, that's what I said. That's a good game. That's what that sounds like. Yeah, you all right. Throughout the whole book. Wrinkled it. Uh, that whole thing, done, man. <laughs> shut it down! Shut it down! Shut it down. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that was dope. That was true. It was true. We go with it. That's, that's what's up there. <laughs> but I'll be honest, like I think that book's the most vulnerable thing that I've ever experienced because I didn't really grow up from a household where we expressed ourselves. My family's from Jamaica. Right. My dad is a true Jamaican, you know, and so they show love, but I never heard "I love you." I, I can count you. sometimes, right? Yeah. And so I had difficulty when I was dating because I can write how I felt. I had difficulty voice on um, voicing and, and and being vocal about my feelings. And that's the way I wanted to communicate. I'm like, let's get off the phone. I can text you how I feel right now, you know. Yeah. But you know, when you're in a relationship, they don't know. Your girlfriend doesn't want to hear that. Your wife right. doesn't want to hear that. Right. And so it forced me to, to 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 grow up. And a lot of those pieces are me maturing as a person. And you know, people think because you're of age, you're supposed to know these things. Like, no, like life is about experiences and learning from experience. I had to learn how to be a better person. Like no one just gave me a map and said, this is what you're supposed to do. But it's right. the route you're supposed to take. Gotcha. Yeah. That's uh, a, that's a, uh, what would you say? Pretty free game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would call that free game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think, I mean, so, he no. can, so, so relationship expert is, uh, yeah, valid. That's, that's, that's a valid yeah. expert. Because anytime you can give a um, you can give a a non gender specific point of view or something, you could be you could be a relationship expert. For sure. Because I'm definitely always going to come from the male side because women got too many issues for me, and I just don't want to deal with them. <laughs> so I just, <laughs> always just say it from my own uh, <laughs> from my own point of view. Oh. Right. I know. I read. Um. I had. I was reading. I don't even remember which one it was, but um. At the beginning, you did say it was from a male point of view, but as I was reading it, I was like, oh, I could see how a woman could understand this too, though. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it, it kind of, even though it was coming from a male point of view, it was like st- still some of the same things that a female would go through too. So I, at first, mm-hmm. I was, before he, when I read that part about the the male uh, the male point of view, when mm-hmm. I, was reading, I was just like, mm, I think this mm-hmm. is from everybody's point of view. This is just from a mm-hmm. point of view at this point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Real, real dope, man. Right. Because you, you take different experiences. And I mean, because, pe- I mean, love is universal. I mean, so it's pain and hate. And, yeah, and I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Like, those things are yeah. universal. You may, some, some people may um, have different perspectives, but in terms of the actual emotion, I mean, they're all, yeah. they're all valid. So we all have a, a story about someone who broke their heart. I mean, if you don't, then the, I, mean, I guess, I don't know if that's lucky. I, I don't think that's lucky. <laughs> I, I, I don't. Right. I think you need that for growth purposes. Right. Like, just that. in general. Not even in, in, I don't even think, like, relationship-wise. I think just, like, growth, period. And period. Just, in, in just being in the world. Like, you need to have your heart broken at some point. Whether it be in a relationship or, like, you had, whether it be, like, a relationship with another party or your dog dies, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, 
hurt. It's just something that would be just part of nature. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So um, you said yeah, you, had, you said you're trying to get you trying to get two more projects out this year for accountability purposes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, do it. Um, Listen, I, I I love accountability partners. Man, so. Uh, so so what's the, I guess what's the first project you work? Just uh, I guess the newest project, one of the newest projects you're working on. Um, so the two books, they're going to be like more, they're, they're going to be shorter, more like coffee table reads. Okay. Um, I'm, one is going to be like a, it's going to be following up on the first book, but the other one is going to be someone along the lines of like five love languages kind of as like a self-help book, allowing people to kind of assess themselves and collect inventory on how they're feeling in order to kind of, in, in order to grow in like whatever phase they are. So like, those are the two I'm working on now. So if you said the first one was like you being a villain, is this one, the next two are you being a hero? No, this one is, I think this one is, um, I think the next one is kind of dark, uh, but I like dark because I really I like dark to me. Dark is, is, is beautiful. Like, be, like to your point, what you said earlier, like you have to, in order to be successful, you have to somewhat fall in love with failure. That's how you grow. Like, right. But you have to make sure you're not repeating the same mistake. Right. Um, I think a lot of people don't heal because they don't pay attention to the things that broke them. They kind of become numb or they move on, but they never really face the challenges. So they repeat the mistakes. Mm. And so the next one, the titles right now is when yesterday doesn't love you anymore. Mm. And, but that's not even just a love thing. It's like, that's a life thing that right. even going through this quarantine when you sometimes are, you feel forgotten by the world because you're kind of isolated in your home. So I'm, I'm really excited about that because it's darker, but there's a light at the end of it. And I think it'll allow people once again to assess themselves and be able to build upon, build upon that platform. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to that one. As, as you, as you, as you uh, keep delivering this game, one thing Jay Wesley I'm thinking about is how, uh, <laughs> You know, yeah. who, who do you go to for advice, you go to advice. kind of for uh, games advice? Okay, okay. Uh, who do you go to for like support, whether in the form of you know therapy or or just kind of um, wisdom or men, 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 mentorship? Like, who do yeah. you uh, who do you tend to um, rely on for your growth? I have a couple. You know, um, I have like my my best friend is very crucial mm-hmm. and. Like when I'm when I'm experiencing difficulties with like cared people or business because he's an artist also, so we can have that kind of conversation. And that's someone that can relate to what I'm going through. I have my my mentors are people that I also constantly communicate with. And as I've gotten older, like my parents and my grandmother has that old school wisdom Mm -hmm. that is still applicable to to this day. You know, but you know. Mostly like my best friend because I like I have friends that aren't biased. They they're not gonna side with me just because it's me. Right. They're like, no, 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 you fucked up. Like you need to go mm-hmm. fix that. You fucked up. And I need that. We need friends like that right. that are gonna check that are gonna check you and and so like those are those that's sort of my those are my that's my circle of support. That's what's up. Okay. Yeah. Um, big on that. That's what's up. Now no now you I guess it's recently launched recently launched the website J Wesley Collection, correct? Now, how did you go yeah, from yeah. how did you go from the words on the page to the words I guess on the shirt? Is that one of your shirts you got on there? Yeah, no, this is one of my new designs. I haven't released it yet, but it's 
says I love us. Fresh. Oh, word. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. Fresh. Yeah, and I, I always, when you know, when I wrote the book, I, I would read some of my pieces, and I'd be like, that would be great on a wall. Right. Yeah. So then, yeah. So the Jay Wesley collection started because I wanted to create wall, wall art. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I did a pop up shop, and I had wall art, and there was always this phrase in my head that said, "Be art, be art, and um, be dope." Mm-hmm. And so when I did the pop-up shot, I had all these like framed arts and I had mockers of this sweater that said, be art. And people were like, your wall art is cool, but I need that sweater. And it was just a sample. I literally just had it there <laughs> yeah. to kind of raffle it like, off. Like, that, like, yeah. <laughs> Which is interesting, you know, like, and it, it, that's just how life works out. You think you're meant to go this way. Mm-hmm. And then just like that, you find a new lane. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, people, you would really, you they were really feeling this sweat. I said, all right, let me just print out 10 and see how well it does. And they just started flying off. And I was like, wait a minute. And I was kind of capping my own blessings. Like, you're not mm-hmm. into, you're not going to do clothes and merch and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I could do. So, right. you know, once the lid, once I popped the lid, I just started, you know, think, not only think about creative phrases, but design. Like, I tried to create products that I would wear. Right. People are going to feel good, but also somewhat very um, inspirational. So that's why, like, one of the new ones is Be Proud. It has, like, a, a, a fist in the middle. Mm-hmm. Just, like, so even though, you know, it's clothing, but it, there's, there, it's still tied to being inspirational, just like the words right. and, like, the books. So it's clothing, um, drinkware, and I'm working on the wall, 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 wall art piece right now, too. So that's how Jay Wesley Collection started. Okay. Yeah, I notice nowadays, like, um, being able to, it used to be, yeah, like like the wall art and stuff like that. It was good to have in your house, just like the love and all this stuff that you see hanging in houses. But I noticed that nowadays, like people rather have it on a t shirt or on a sweater or a hoodie or something because that way everybody can see it, not just people coming to your house and that's that's uh, visiting or anything. But actually, you can walk around wearing that shirt three times if you want, three times in a week if you want. You know what I mean? Everybody can see it. And so when you got dope like stuff that like the shirt that you got on now. Like, that's something that people want to express. Like, I love us. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so people want to walk around with that on. So I can see how you kind of, like, switched over to that way instead of the, the wall art being your first day. Like, Thank you. Because that's, uh, that's, that's dope, man. Right. Because yeah. But even... Oh, sorry. No, no, no. You got it. No, I was going to say, like, I have two friends that also have podcasts. Like, one is a, one is around mental health and, and black men. And my other friend has a musical podcast but that incorporates education and hip-hop. And we've been talking. I'm like, you guys need merch too. Like, I love the idea. Like, when you guys were going through the beers, I'm learning. Like, I'm gonna play this back so I can yeah, actually yeah. purchase some of these beers. And so they're they're also like expression, but they're billboards for our businesses and the content right. that we're creating. So I don't know if you guys have a T-shirt. I would love to support. Oh yeah. But if we okay, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. See, so I could be walking around in Brooklyn with one of your shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, All right, cool. yeah, yeah. It's kind of it's, it's cool because, like you were saying, in terms of um, the messages that you, because you said you most a lot of more inspirational messages, but so and, and not just being hanging on the wall, but when you walk out, you might you you affect yourself because you like, yo, I got this it, shirt that says be dope. Yeah. But if somebody else reads it and they're like, else, you know yep. what? I should be dope. Yep. I am dope. Mm-hmm. I should be art. Mm-hmm. Um, I should be love. Um, yep. And all that. So I think I mean so that's that's cool. So because when I saw that, I was like, yo, I have to have one. But then. Uh, Sorry, yeah. No. yeah. 
That's the oh, reason I man. um had that I had a hat and I don't even wear hats. This is really the first hat I wore in like maybe like ten years now. But I bought a hat because I wanted to have a hat that said "Still Black, Still Proud, Still Effing Awesome" or something on it. And um and like a lot of people stop me and ask me where I get the hat, where I got the hat from because it's just something uh, just something that says that make you feel good. Like yeah, I'm still black, I'm still proud, it's I'm got still meaning. Proud. Like yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Right. That's why I, I, I like reading people's shirt. But sometimes I forget when I got on the shirt, like, I love us because people be staring at you and shit. And you don't even know what they're looking at. They be like, oh, they was Yeah, there. yeah. I get it now. Because <laughs> 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 I be like, what the hell are they looking at? Why are everybody looking at me? And then you be like, oh, the shirt you're reading. I think what, what was dope, right? Literally the, the Friday before they shut down New York for the quarantine. Mm-hmm. I risked it all, and I do. It was my birthday, <laughs> I so I had a um a birthday happy hour. And I understand. I was like, listen, if you can make it, you can. Make-. We didn't know it was gonna be this bad, right, right. Like um, and so literally that Friday before, and a great feeling. A lot of the um people, a lot of the guests that attended showed up in some of the merch. So you had be dope, dope, be love, be art, and so just imagine that group picture, right. and oh, they're man. they're there to support you. But then it's it's really important too to know that there are people out there that support your art and your business right. because yeah. anyone that has created has probably experienced when they thought their friends and family were going to be first in line to support and they weren't there. And you wonder, you, you wonder, yeah. am I doing the right thing? Right. And so it's good to know that people believe in your ideas. People believe in your content and are willing to support, not just verbally, but also um, financially. Too. Yep, it's right. just a really, it's a really fulfilling feeling, man. So, and I always try to spread that and, and encourage others to feel the same thing. Uh, now, to circle back into to the relationship part, like in terms of when you were, uh, <laughs> when you were doing, oh, he need more to drink now. <laughs> <laughs> Whiskey makes me happy. Hey, <laughs> you got to get that on the shirt now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that should have work. I'm telling you, <laughs> makes me happy. <laughs> I need a <it> right. <laughs> um, just or like I'm saying, just circle back to like the relationship part. Like when you were writing the the uh, the poetry and the essay, was there a common theme that you felt that you realized that were that was like that? I guess that was maybe a flaw or something that you had reason why some of these relationships didn't work, and, and that you can like say like point to one thing was it just communication or was it or was it something specific that you realized that it was in every you you brought that same piece into well of you into yeah, each, it, each each relationship i guess but before you even say that like yeah is it something that you brought into the relationship or is it something that you keep picking up in a person that you decide to deal with i, I think it was a collection i think it was i think it was a combination of both and the book was a collection of relationships over the span of about nine ten nine ten years and so it, a lot of it was me. And I tend to kind of, I'm very, very um, hard on myself when things go wrong. So whenever a relationship didn't work out, whether I was the one that broke up with them or they broke up with me, the first thing I do is like, what did you, how did you fuck this up? Right. Like, mm-hmm. I always analyze myself first because I don't, you know, they say when you point your finger, they're three pointing. When you point your finger at someone, they're three pointing back at right. you. Yeah. So the easiest thing is to blame someone else for why this relationship worked, didn't work. And I really just did like, I really analyzed how was I the villain? What did I contribute to this? And so mm-hmm. a lot of it I think was myself. 
know. So did you I, did you um, notice the pattern of what it was that you were doing? No, yeah. I think it was it was I want to say it's it's it was a stuff. pattern. It was just it was different different relationships had different elements. Mm-hmm. Um, I early on I had like an early five year relationship that was like from say maybe like twenty one to twenty six, and I was just young and dumb, right, and was afraid to commit to something lifelong. And the fear of commitment at that time just brought out different characters or characteristics of myself that was very toxic. And I self-sabotage pretty much. Mm. That's what it was. That Actually, if, to, your, to your question, I think that was a pattern, the oh. self-sabotage. Self-sabotage, okay. Self-sabotage. I think that was, that was definitely a pattern. And I think that came about, too, because I wasn't communicating how I felt enough. And so, like, I was, I always, I always use the um, image. It's like a soda, a soda bottle. Like, you shake, that's how I was. I wouldn't say anything, wouldn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And then you shake me up, shake me up, shake me up. And then when I finally say, when I finally speak, I erupt and I make a mess. Right. And so it wasn't until I got older, I really understood the true importance of getting stuff off your chest, having a mature conversation. It really took me dating someone that was extremely non-confrontational really learn to learn about myself because I had to learn to use my words. My words were often wrapped in tone because like my family's like that. Like they love you, but they're ah, angry. Like, you know, when they're angry, it's, on it's high, hard to express on high. They're right. on high. Yeah. And so she, her being non-confrontational, the moment your voice raises to a certain pitch, she's, she's out. She, she can't have a conversation like that. So it forced me to really take a step back, mm. use my words, like use my words very carefully and really have, and that was the relationship, you know, that taught me or that's when I had the most growth. And that's also when I wrote the book, when I was in that relationship. So what, nice. wait, where's she at? Um, she not, she, we, so we, <laughs> she with me. Not, yeah, she not. so we actually broke up. We actually broke up while I was about to publish that book. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that's why I took a lot of the emotion and I ended up putting it into the heartbreak section because a lot of people don't know okay. when I was publishing a book, like I literally was going right. through a heartbreak and that book actually saved me at oh, the time because nice. you go, cause I was actually, you know, on my way to get married. So to go from saving for a ring to now being single right? and, but everything happens for a reason. Cause when we broke up, I had a trip scheduled to Europe and Rob, that's when Brian and myself bonded because we were both going through breakups right. at the same time. But we had scheduled that trip months prior. Mm. And so on that trip, I said, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to create a business. I'm going to finish writing and publishing that book. And I it really took that breakup to elevate me to the next level. So then I became a business that owner. I became happens. a published author. And so it was supposed to happen the oh, way yeah. Thank it you. went down. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Next. clarity. Along with the trip, you had somebody to heal with as well. Uh, right. Shout out to Brian. Uh, yeah, Brian. Yeah, that's how, we, that's how we became closer. You know, it was we both were going through breakups at the same time. And we were roommates, and we were room. It was four of us, but we were roommates throughout the trip. And so, you know, when we were talking about communication, and we're both like alpha men, and mm-hmm. for us to be talking about this and actually being expressive about our hurt, mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute, I'm not alone. I feel the same way. Like, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Right. Yo, both was in there sounded like Drake. 
Drake, Drake would pigment. So, you know, like... That's funny. Before, yeah. Drake, before Drake was rapping, huh? <laughs> he said alpha men and actually alpha men. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, true. They that's alpha yeah. men, yeah. That's... yeah. Uh, Wait till the album come out. Wait till the album come out. I'm not done. Hey, that might be next. <laughs> that, that's next. You got bar. You got um. You got some vocals? I can't say. But you I know what? If you, but your, your words are good enough to be a writer, though. Like, you can write... I would love to. You can write songs, yo. Ghost I would right. love to. Ghost I would love to. There's people on the radio that cannot sing, but they are singing. Yeah, so. they can't sing. Yeah, that's true. But some people don't want. Uh, some people got uh, pride and dignity. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was telling my boy, my I was telling my boy that design. We worked together, and he designed a shirt. And I was telling him, I was like, it's like I have these ideas, but I can't draw. I can't right. draw. He said, so let me tell you something. Puffy doesn't play an instrument. Let that sink in. Right. And right. I was like, and, I, and that really hit me That's like a true. ton of bricks. Right? And so I was like, it's in my head. And so you can work with someone to get it out there. You don't have to be great at this in order to, to make, to, it to a make good piece. piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I agree. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, Puff, Puffy don't write raps either, but he went platinum. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. That's that goes, good ghostwriting. Hey. <laughs> He write check. Don't worry about if I write rhymes. I write checks. That's what he told you. Yeah, yep. right. Listen, Jake can write songs. Though. I can, I can, I can see him writing songs. He even look like a songwriter. Nigga. Like look at him right there. That's, uh, he got the look. Oh, you talking about me? <laughs> yeah. You know why? Thank you, brother. Thank you. <laughs> Speaking it into existence. Yo, I can see. He look like Put a that into the universe, man. Yeah, he looked like a songwriter. Like he got yeah. Yeah. Let me go get my let me go get my fedora. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> like, and like since he, he already writes from a um a non gender aspect, man, he can write for women and everything. Like what's the boy name wrote um the the like, song like Neo? The ring for yeah, like Neo and, and uh Dream, mm. all them niggas. Right. Oh, money. Mario Winans. I don't wanna know. Yeah, I'm telling you, if you can write a if you can write a song that a female can sing and like you can feel it from a female Mel's uh, aspect, boy, boy. That's if I could write that shit, I would. But I get that's the Jay Wesley songbook coming soon. Yeah, you might so go ahead and put it out there. Honestly, the, to be honest, like the goal for me, because like the majority of my my um, followers are women, but for me, it's it's fulfilling when I hear men provide positive feedback, yeah. and men are inspired to go beyond what they were doing doing before. You know, like. Right. I'm a man and don't like, and I, and I have to sometimes check people. Like, don't forget I'm a man. I'm a black man also. Like, do you don't, I know you relate to my words, but don't strip me mm. of that because right. I can't tell women how to feel. I can just express how I feel as a man. And if you relate, you relate. Like I'm not, it's like, I, then I tell people my page is not, it's not a feel good page. It's a, it's a heal. It's, it's, it's a page for healing. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And that goes across men and women i think we like if you look on social me- uh, media we get the short end of the stick all the time like right. we're always blamed for everything and that's not mm-hmm. the case like mm-hmm. i think we we all need to take accountability for the choices that we make the people that we choose mm-hmm. sometimes how long we stayed there and i questioned th- and questioned thought like all right you stayed this long why did you stay that long right you no know, what and so that's what the page is about and Honestly, if you come to my page, you heal, you get to where you need to get to, 
You can unfollow and live your life. Like I'm just someone told me that you're. I'm just you're, a vessel. I'm just a vessel. Yeah, she, right. someone told me you're you're you're, you're lifting wounded soldiers. Mm, you know, and so and for me to write, like I actually have to go in a dark place to do that. Like I have to sometimes feel what I went through as I as I was hurt or as mm-hmm. I was mourning a relationship. Imagine like mourning a relationship and the person is still alive. She just doesn't right. want to be with you, you know. So right. there, there are just thousands, millions of people that are going through that on a daily basis. And yeah, because like you said, I'm just one vessel. That, I think everybody yep. goes through that, but don't, just doesn't express it. Facts. Right. Exactly. That's what it is. I think it's just like everybody goes through that same situation, but it's just a certain amount, a handful of people that actually express it and not just hold it in. Especially as men, like men, we hold stuff like that in. We're not gonna go out and like spill our guts like that. Right. It's well, just something that we do. Right. Now you talked about you were like a like a soda bottle being shook up, and then uh, the, is there a, have you gotten past that? So, so how was how do you? Work through that, I guess, in terms of not being that anymore. Was it just that relationship, or was it after that relationship you learned to even do more in terms of you built yeah. on built upon that? Hell yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, what two things? I when I don't like something, I share it immediately so people don't repeat it, and I've gotten better at creating boundaries. Mm. And mm. and and um, and it was it wasn't just relationships, it was friendships, also it was a lot of things, and um. I really started seeing people for who they were and not for what I wanted them to be. And right, once I right. really started exercising that muscle, I, I had to cut a good amount of people out of my life because... Uh, that's great, actually. I mean, I was going to ask you if you had to cut people. <laughs> but, and it's the hardest. I, I work with youth, right? And I used to remember telling in, in a lot of inner city youth that I used to always tell them, if they're not pushing you up, they're holding you back. Mm-hmm. If they're not pushing you forward, they're holding you back. And then I had to ask myself, like, but are these people pushing you forward? Right. You know, that like when you have a success, why aren't they happy for you or applauding you? Like, why when you have a good idea, you did something, you, you had like mild success, why are they sprinkling hate on it? So I had to like take a step back and, and, and really um, analyze or assess like the people I've been hanging around with. And once I cut those people, I noticed I had a freer life. I wasn't as stressed and I wasn't being as volatile when I got upset like I was in the past because I was also releasing some of that right. some of that tension and anger. All right. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. I think we had something like that in terms of, uh, we. I think uh, when uh, AC was on here, she was talking about some of the, the people that you bring around and that energy, as it all feeds off of each other. So um, right. that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and I, I ask you, I don't know if any of you guys are empaths, um, I am. I know I am for sure. See, and so you know the importance of energy. Yep. Right. And so, like, it's it's very important. Like, I I feel energy. Yeah. And so I can tell when something is off. Like, actually, one of the first things I said when I got on this podcast was like, I love the energy. <laughs> nice, nice. That's the first nice. thing. One of the first thing I said. I was like, I love the energy. Like, I feel yeah. energy, but I also know the um, pros and cons of of energy. Right. Yeah. And so once once you right. once you but there's a, there's an emotional mature, a maturity that's attached to that. And right. once you figure that out, you realize you can't subject yourself to that at all. Yeah, right. That's why I have a little bit of friends. <laughs> that's why you have a little bit. Of no friends. new friends. No new yeah. friends. I don't have none. I have one. I have one friend, and then the podcast. <laughs> 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 that's it. I, I just, that's it. it it's, um, yeah, because it's, it's like 
there's less people to worry about. There's less people to that that uh, you got to hear their issues, <laughs> like stressing me out. I don't got to hear. Right. I got my own. I feel you. Now we were talking so about. Like, we were talking about songwriting, uh, songwriting and stuff like that. Now, have you thought about like taking like some of your words and like making like a, a script type of thing, like and, and putting it on visually, mm-hmm. like a like a, like a, mm-hmm. like, a, like a sitcom or even like a um. I just watched something on uh, pr- uh, Netflix Prime. Actually, yeah, yeah, it was called Modern Love. So they took like I guess vignettes or whatever it is, like relationships that they were in. It was a, each episode was like a, a relationship. So each episode was a different relationship, something like that. Have you thought mm-hmm. about doing something to that effect as well? Yeah, absolutely. So before this, before the quarantine, I was really strongly um, thinking about moving to LA. Oh, okay. And so part of LA is you know I wanted to work. I'm, the goal is to work full time. For myself but i also want to get into film okay so yeah like it would be dope to create like a you know like that Issa ray lane where right, we right, have a great yeah. web series that yeah if you ever need somebody to act I'm, I'm a good actor <laughs> all right listen <laughs> all right all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. but the thing is too like you know i don't want to just stay in the relationship lane like i have a culture book coming like the black experience in america like i have I've been working on that um, church, questioning church and religion. That's another thing that I do. That's going to be the hardest, longest book uh, ever. <laughs> For real. Tell us, it, tell it, us it, why. It, tell us that's why. A, that's, a, that's a lot. I mean, because it's a lot to break mm-hmm. down religion. Like, that's, that's a lot. It's a lot to because, unpack. Yeah. yeah it's because, a lot to unpack. Yo, and it's funny because when my daughter asked me the question uh, a couple of days ago, she said, First, she asked, "What came first, the chicken or the egg?" Couldn't answer that. Don't fucking know. <laughs> but she says, "Who was the first person on Earth?" And she said, "Because if it was God, then how? Who made God?" <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "She said, if God is the creator of all things, I'll get back to you on that. I'll get back to you." She said, "If God is the creator of all things, who created God?" I'm like. Well, you just gotta oh. tell her she he is the creator. He, but that hey, there you go. The Alpha and Omega. There is no he is the beginning and the end. But right. how? How did he? How? Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not through your. It's not through your normal um, conceived method in which you probably got in her mind. Right. She's like how? She's like how? And I'm like it's because they're like. But tell me, like I need an answer. Yeah, I need all the answers from the beginning to the end. Yeah. Tell me now. I'm like, don't got him. <laughs> took, her to that, took her to that good Genesis. <laughs> so, um, so after the, uh, the, um, well, after COVID, hopefully 2021, is, is that still something? Or 22. Hopefully 20. <laughs> I'm saying 2021. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> is that something you still, sure. still think about going to LA? Is that still something yeah. that you're still planning on doing? Yeah. It, it's something I'm still considering, but one thing I've learned with this quarantine is don't rush. Right. Like, yeah, like make an informed decision. Like when when it's time, you'll know it's time. Like I think I was rushing the process. I was fed up with New York. I just wanted out and nice weather. But the quarantine really forced me to dial it back and just learn patience, a right. new a new or have a new respect for patience. Right. right? So yeah. it's it's on the agenda. But if you know, even though I question church, I'm like, if God has it that I'm supposed to be in LA. I'll be in LA, but we'll see where the chips fall. You know, we'll see where the chips fall. Right. So I'm I'm wondering if it's like because of the quarantine, right? 
Um, you have you thought of anything that you can do to maybe push forward or what you want to do in LA, but just not leave the house? Because with the internet being yeah. so popular, what's yeah, yeah, it's a, it's well, a that's why like, you might be able to do. Yeah, like absolutely. I think right now this is the window for. That's why I've been putting a lot of my energy and focusing onto the Jay Wesley collection because e-commerce is where it's at, and there's no going back after this. Brick and Marta, we we're starting to it just expedited. It was it was always on track, but Corona just expedited it, and so the the need to have digital platform is 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 higher than ever. So whatever I decide to do moving forward, one thing I always ask myself is how can you market this digital? Because you 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 have to now. And yeah. so, and yeah, so like when I go to LA, hopefully I have a digital platform to the point where no matter where I go, whether it's LA, whether I want to go to another continent, right. the digital, the internet is the internet. I will still be able to have a roof over my head right. and pay the bills. Right. Yeah. Right. But you know, they, they put mostly, most, uh, uh, I guess romantic, romantic, uh, comedy type of what? things or romantic shows. you know, they mostly put them in Brooklyn, right? <laughs> That is what? true. Like, Most of them like, shows are in Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah, that yeah, is. But, true. but Brooklyn, Brooklyn isn't Brooklyn anymore. All and right. I think that's another reason why I want to get out of here. Like this, right. the, the home that I knew, the Brooklyn pride that we had growing up when no one wanted to to visit because they were too scared to visit at times. Right. It's, it's changed so much, you know. Right. So like, yeah, it's great for a movie, but this doesn't feel like home to me uh-huh. and, anymore. You know, that's why I guess they can't have these romantic comedies. Because Flatbush, I'm from Flatbush, and mm-hmm. Flatbush is, is Flatbush is changing over here. Brooklyn has changed. Brooklyn oh, so, has changed. I mean, so this is this is controversial, but why LA then? Hmm? I said, oh, because so why, I, then why LA? He went the weather. So because I one <laughs> one a, someone snow. told someone that someone that someone that I know that moved to LA said it's LA uh, it's it's great to, it's easier to heal when the weather is nice. Mm. Right. Okay. And so <laughs> yeah. one, I personally, my goal in life is to never see snow again, unless I choose to go skiing. So, right. Right. so that's one reason I want to go to LA. I have family out there and my best friend, Jeff, Jeff moved to LA too. To so I won't be by myself. So I can be creative. I can have my accountability partner right there. Awesome. And I never have to, I don't have to worry about this crazy. And, LA is not more, not that much more expensive than Brooklyn now. Right, Brooklyn true. might. I think Brooklyn's so, number one now. I think Brooklyn's ridiculous right now. It, 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 it tops San Francisco. So I think Brooklyn is number one. In terms oh of shit! No, I don't. No, I don't think it tops San Francisco think, yet. Think but it's I getting think, there. I think I read an article two years ago that said the rent, rent is um crazy high in Brooklyn. It's yeah, it's it's, it's definitely getting there. Like I remember crazy. in my building, it was predominantly black, and now. Sometimes people, my neighbors, want to make me feel like I don't belong here, yeah, or they I question was, whether they should hold the door for me when I'm walking through the door of my grocery bag. Right. And I've I, been living in that building longer than they have. I was going to say, I wonder if it's if it's if it went up so high to keep us out. Like, oh, yeah, that's some of the, that's some oh, of the you already know that because that's what they Absolutely. do. Absolutely, is a lot of the, the push out, yeah. push out the rent, push out the people who were living there before. I mean, that's how it works. They first, down. yeah, first that. Yeah, sorry. Right. Personally, I think that was one of Bloomberg's last parting gifts because you normally you're only supposed to serve two terms, but he served three. Right. And once they restructured a lot of those rezoning, those real estate rezone, right. um, rezoning laws, it was the end. It was the end of New York as we know yeah. it. Yeah. They just started building high, charging more money, and, and just pushing people out. Yeah. 
And then you, when you rename something Dumbo, is it Dumbo? <laughs> Dumbo, but Dumbo's always been Dumbo. Oh, it's always been Dumbo. Okay, I just it's always yeah, Dumbo's well, actually Dumbo? always been Dumbo. Like oh, downtown Brooklyn or something, right? They just call it Dumbo. Yeah, it's um, it stands for something. It's like down under, down under Manhattan Bridge something. Yeah, so oh, like shit. it. But they got but that, Dumbo, yeah. But they got like this one apartment building. That's I think it was like the hardest thing to sell. It was crazy expensive. It was it was ridiculous. It had like a clock uh, tower type of thing. Bit, okay. It was on one of those like, real estate shows. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Probably. It's Probably New York. Million, it's New York. I'm not surprised. Millionaire listings. Millionaire listings. Yeah, it's like a millionaire listings. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because it's like yeah. not too far yeah. from uh, the Barclays. I mean, I think Jay Z is responsible for this. <laughs> yeah. It's a, I think it's one of the few places where you could purchase a home for two million, three million dollars, and not have a driveway. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I want that um, kind of house. You're, you're, you're right, uh, too, just just uh, Jay West. It says, short for down under the Manhattan Bridge overpass. Overpass, yeah. Sure. Neighborhood in the New York City borough of Brooklyn. The area is known Dumbo used as, uh, no, used to be known as uh, Gareville. It encompasses two sections, one located between the Manhattan and Brooklyn bridges. Said, mm-hmm. hey, say I'm from Brooklyn. I know this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess now it's sexier that now everybody knows what Dumbo is. Maybe... Before people did not know that there was know. nothing there, like right. there were all warehouses back in the day, right? So, yeah, uh. all right. Um, hello, Brooklyn, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, any other questions for Mr. Wesley? Anything else you want to say or want to tell the people? No, like I actually had a question for y'all because I think this is a dope podcast. Like, oh, nice. so my question is like, what's next? Like, well, I hate to be the person that you know, like when you when you're creating, people like, what's next? What's next? <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like what I'm doing right now. That doesn't always right. We're back to hell up off us, man. We didn't ask for accountability. <laughs> oh, what, what's right. next is that our next guest is coming on. Get off of here. <laughs> Beat it. <laughs> Now, I think I think this is a I think this is a great idea. Like I don't know, you know. I know you said this is episode eighty. Yeah. Like, I, I don't. I'm I'm just assuming like you, given the content, people have maybe sponsor you, right. etc. But yeah. like one thing I noticed about podcasts that I enjoy, I love the idea of the live show. Right. Yeah. So like when y'all have a stage and actually and record live, so you guys let me know if that's in the works. Oh, yeah. Because I would love to be an audience from that one. I would actually bring beer to that one. Because... <laughs> <laughs> well, see, no, we, or yeah. that one, we would probably cool. provide the beer because that's like before yeah. we got into quarantine time, it was more right. we would sample three beers. Everybody would get to sample it. So we would have the show, probably have mm-hmm. the, the, um, the sponsors, probably have those beers so everybody can experience what we're experiencing at the same time. Right. Uh, but nice. COVID kind of shut everything COVID, down. COVID kind of <laughs> and we were having our first kind of live event. Uh, in like in March, like the end of March, March. but yeah, uh, the, the, the up COVID hit like the two weeks before COVID. Yeah. They shut down everything. Yeah, but well, we are yeah. working for something uh, for uh, yeah. July next year. <laughs> yeah, we are. So, and, so how did it start? Uh, the podcast. Um, you ain't supposed to be interviewing us, man. I'll <laughs> get it, hit it, Rob, hit it. Um, well, originally, I I, I came up with the idea. Um, because I wanted to do a YouTube channel. Originally, I thought, like, YouTube channel, but now it's like, you need cameras, then you need somebody to hold the camera and all this stuff while you're interviewing people and talking about some of the, and enjoying the craft beer that I like to drink, but also talking about 
things that are um, happening in the world, like politics, movies, entertainment, things that I enjoy to talk about. Uh, but then I was like, you know what? A podcast. I just need a mic and um, and some guests. Where to put so, it? Yeah. So eventually, first it was like me and some. Uh, and the first episode was like me and they were guests. But I was like, well, I don't really like the feel of that because I don't really want to talk to myself all this time. So I was like, yo, can y'all be full time members of the group? And they were like, yeah, for sure. So that's yeah. how it kind of kind of started. Um, and 80, 80 episodes left later. Yeah, later, uh, I'm still working. I'm still. I'm still working on recording my first one. I have the name. <laughs> I have the domain. I just, I just haven't recorded it yet. Yeah, you just gotta do it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Like, just start. go for it. If you listen to our first, or second, actually, the first oh, seven, first are trash. Horrible. From the sound to the sequence. <laughs> Everything. Uh, and just to add on to that, Jay West, like like he was saying, like we became full time uh, guests, and like over the over time, obviously when we're all done either recording or listening back to episodes, we always wanted to make improvements on it. So it's like, okay, so what can we do to um, not just highlight these beers, but what can we do to you know maybe venture out into the community and go to these breweries and start like. The, you know, the brewery series where, you know, we're on site at a tap room. We give it, we get a tour of the place. Uh, we get them to even, you know, kind of unload uh, how they got into it and that whole nine. And then they kind of run through like a flight of beers and what, you know, what inspired it, what, what the characteristics, all that stuff. And then we even started going to the brew, brew fest, brew festivals that where we, uh, you know, beforehand obviously uh set up a plan figure out who we'd have time to interview uh you know on site or whatever uh or before the brewer i mean before the brew fest or either after the brew fest or either during so we've um been on this expansion like roll not even roller coaster but on this ride for you know now what two years will be in october yeah the main thing is just the main thing is just to let some of these uh crap people see some uh some black folks Right. You know, let them know that we the that we we drink the same thing they drink. We can afford to buy some uh, craft beer too. Some craft beer, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so, so if you diversity. Take, so if you take with that, we probably are closer to eight. Probably closer to ninety. To ninety the, with the episodes. Series, probably yeah. closer to ninety episodes, maybe. Um, yeah. I, I try to exclude those, but yeah, that's that's pretty much how it started in terms of just. I mean, the love of craft beer had to be the the first start, and even mm. actually Lou, who's not here. He really, he didn't drink beer at all really when he right. started, but now he's he's he become he's, he's an avid he's, beer he's drinker. Working on becoming uh, step part one of a cicerone, uh, which is a certified beer service. So he's actually been more involved in trying being learning more about beer. He got his own uh, Lou Belgium handle. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he was the he was the least beer drinker out of all all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah. I think it's dope because like yeah. I, I know for me like personally, I'm not the biggest beer drinker. Unless I'm on vacation, right? But that's when you usually but, relax and drink. Okay. But all for like, like as a guest, all it just takes for, is for me to see people or individuals that look like me, right? That yeah. have a genuine love for it. I'm like, all right, right. Yeah. I'm gonna go venture out and at least that's, try this. So yeah. keep it up, man. And yeah. you guys inspired me. I'm gonna. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. I have whiskey and rum, but now I have to put. Beer yeah, in see, that's like, the I thing. Like, you you got to gotta go to uh, Brooklyn Brewery. And uh, ask for yeah, Garrett. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm 
Oh, okay. I gotta. All right. Yeah. Like, oh, Gary, he's like a, the he's the owner. Brewer. He's the master brewer. Master right? brewer. So, uh, master brewer. Really nice, nice guy. He's re- and he's really trying to give uh, uh, back to the community. Um, so he's really, really, really cool guy uh, to know. And tell him that you heard about him through <laughs> Bruce and Banner podcast. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> if you never, I, yeah, I, like have, to you, have you been to Brew, Black Brooklyn Brewery? No. No, I haven't. I haven't gone to Brooklyn Brewery, but I know I, everyone here knows of Brooklyn Brewery. All right. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and, and just kind of give you my perspective of even like how I got into craft beer. Um, I always, uh, you know, drank or liked, um, you know, craft beer. But I think where I, my exposure really was uh, expanded was from going to uh, beer fest, um, where you had, you know, eighty to a hundred plus taps there and you didn't even know that all they could infuse all these different flavors into a Mm -hmm. beer. Um, And I kind of, you know, uh, I don't want to say pigeonhole myself, but I kind of stayed in the lane of what my tastes were like. I was huge, huge IPA, uh, really didn't mess with red ales, didn't mess with stouts, uh, didn't really uh, touch anything other than just mainly kind of IPAs because they truly reminded me of kind of that Heineken taste, that I liked and enjoyed. So I always just kind of stayed IPA. Then I started going to the, 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 the beer fest and it was like me and Rob would go one year. We would tell, you know, we told Yoda about it. It's like, yo, you gotta, you gotta go too. And, you know, and it kind of started a movement of like, we all need to go. And we ended up being like, you know, like four black guys. And it was a, a sprinkle of other, other, um, yeah, we had the same t-shirts on that said like, Drinking USA on him with the Olympics, uh, with the but his, oh, yeah. his wife, uh, his wife uh, Rob's wife, has uh, made the shirts for us where it was the uh, the bottle uh, caps for the uh, uh, for it, and they were like in the shape of like what the uh, Olympics ring would look like. And we had the pretzel necklaces on. Everybody thought it was a hit. All the white people was like, "Oh, oh yeah, I was yeah, gonna I was say, like, <laughs> you'd be surprised how many white people see four black guys or three <laughs> every time." Like, <laughs> and so each time we would go back to it, you know, they knew who we were. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now we're at a we're at, we're even you know even with using the plat uh, the podcast as a platform, um, you know now we've been invited to uh, actually uh, kind of to some degree be a partnership in uh, uh, an annual brew fest that's happening here in Delaware. Uh, you know, so sky's nice. that's the way we feel. That's- Podcast and, and it's, it, it, I think it. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say because and if you're a whiskey drinker and you've never really gotten the stout, there's a lot of barreled aged yeah. uh, stouts yeah. that have a lot of boozy qualities and taste smells like whiskey, tastes a little like whiskey. Uh, so definitely, if you ain't drinking them before, drunk them before, you should try them for sure. So, so you, but you know, I live in Brooklyn, so like we have like we had like Brooklyn Tap House. There's right. like beer wax and other and other right. spots. Yeah. I like I like pale I like pale ales. Okay. 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 Whenever I go to whenever I do craft beer, I'm like, hey, what what pale ale do you have? And I know that's that I like light light beer, yeah. but somewhere refreshing, it. you know. Yeah, but right. I set my game up. Okay. Yeah, man. They always say it's a beer for everybody, but when you think of alcohol, it ain't alcohol for everybody because that shit. That would be too wax. much. Beer wax is a dope com- uh, concept, so I need to definitely check that out when um when it's oh COVID, man it's 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 COVID. nice man oh man it was like one of my um it was like one of my favorite places to go to it's just a cool spot man they have the vinyl records right. set up in the background it just mm-hmm. brought back memories because like my like my family like myself 
and friends. We DJed back in the day. Right. <laughs> you can drink, have a nice drink, but have that old school DJ feel. Yeah. Brooklyn, Brooklyn is Brooklyn is legit. I give that. I give them that. It, you know, like especially if you're into beer or just drinking. You'll find something out here. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just drinking. <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, just on the podcast, yeah. if, if you got the idea, got the website, I just got to jump in two feet and see what happens. That's, I mean. All right, cool. Sure. Um, are, you iPhone, are you iPhone or uh, Android? iPhone. iPhone. So just go to that, you know, that good old podcast, you know, app. <laughs> Lock us in. You yeah, we'll do. Spread, promise, spread, promise. Spread it. Spread that. Spread that word, man. Right. Get the we'll do. I promise. We uh, when we drop every Tuesday. Yeah, All right. For sure. I will. I promise. I, I mean, I, I give you my word. I'll definitely do that. <laughs> uh, now this this is this has been a great experience, man. Yeah, you know, bro. Like, yeah. You guys, like I said, your energy is dope, man. Like you go, you about to, good. you inspired me. And that's I'll be honest, it, it, Yo, it takes bro, a little cool. bit. Like, it takes to convince it. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. We, we love us, too. You love exactly. us, too. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> post, listen, post-quarantine and, and, and pre-L.A., uh, you know, move. Or, or, we gotta, we we gotta get together. LA or we move. can go to, yeah, or we can go to L.A. Or post-L.A. They, yep. got, they got a lot of brewers in L.A. Well, at least at, at least at least short term, we can uh, you know all four of us can hop into the car and get to him in like right. an hour and a half. You know what I mean? And that's the ticket of flight. Yeah. More doable. <laughs> Listen, that yeah, like that works for me. That would be dope. Yeah. Like I'll line up the spots. I'll be the Brooklyn tour guy. Let me know where y'all want to go. We we make it happen. So, well, right. All right, that yeah. works. That works. But yep. actually, we'll be, I'll be the tour guy till we get to the first spot. Then we're gonna have to Uber. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, because because as you can see, I like to drink, you know. So all right. nice. So we're going to make it So you're going to tell us the plan beforehand. Right. Yeah. Gonna be like, you don't need to distribute that. Send that out in advance. I forgot where we going to go. I let you know we're gonna go to this spot. This, this spot. This is where we dump the car, and then I'll just right. find it. I'll just locate it the next day. You know, Yo, so. That that reminds me of a of a story. My my boy, a good friend of ours, uh, Jason lived in Brooklyn before he now lives in uh, Jersey. And we would always go up to Brooklyn and, and come and see him. And we was trash this one night. And I was I was the driver. I don't know how, you know, I was going to drive any of us anywhere, but I'm like, I got to at least be focused to get us back to his to his apartment. Um, you know, anyway, we uh, we driving back and Jay, he's on his phone. He's falling asleep while he's on his phone. He'd be passing out. I'm like, how to get to this nigga's apartment? Like, I'm in New York. I don't know where I'm going. And I, it was crazy. Like, every time I would tap him in the back, like, yo, Jay, wake up. Turn him on supposed to me. He'd be like, uh-huh. Now. Yo, like, traffic wasn't trust crazy. This dude? Should I trust him? Where traffic wasn't going? crazy when you was driving there? Oh man, it might have been. It, it felt. It might have been. Mad, mad we've late. all we've all been there. We've all been there, that tra- man. That traffic, I wouldn't have been able to drive. Well, it was it was it was nighttime. It was like it was like was three four in the morning, oh, so it was less traffic. We were trying to you know coming back from the party or whatever. But you know how you even feel when you know when you got yeah, a little yeah. bus anyway. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? You, your, your judgment is not that. You could be somewhere that you, like, you, that you familiar with and still be fucked up. Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, 
Absolutely. <laughs> we, we somehow made it back to his spot, though. I was, I was like, I didn't that's, trust. That's the most. Direction. That's the most important part. People, that's the most important part. Don't drink. Yeah, it wasn't all these Waze apps and Google Maps and all that back then to uh, get you around. Yeah. People, I think, was still but using like MapQuest. Yeah, you should. But you can't. We was out. You know what I mean? <laughs> we was out that night. Right. Wasn't no printing, no paper. You know, print on MapQuest. Brooklyn, Brooklyn would do it to you, man. Like that's fair. <laughs> Um, a lot of fun times there. All right, before we wrap up, um, is there one piece of advice you want to give? I was I was going to say the brothers in terms about communicating in relationships or or just in people in general. Is there one thing that you like that you want to instill on people? Just to, is it just communication is key, or is there something else that you want to? I think my piece of advice, and it's something that I'm working on for myself, is just learning to. I would just encourage people to be active listeners. Mm-hmm. right you know yeah. people think because you're talking and I'm speaking we're going back and forth for communicating but if you're not listening and actively listening that's not communication you right, know yes. so my my piece of advice is like you can learn a lot just by just shutting up and, and <laughs> yeah. listening to the other, other person and that's something I my brain moves a mile like a million mile directions a minute so yeah. I just you know just actively listen you know, and mm-hmm. or and just respect a person, yeah. respect the person enough to listen and and kind of empathize and and hear them out to see what they're going through before you have something to say. Like really process it and then speak. Yeah, that's, that's true. I've been I've been trying to work on being a um a, um <laughs> being a thoughtful responder. <laughs> <laughs> that's important. That's important too. Yeah, that's it's really point. important. <laughs> <laughs> working on being a thoughtful responder. Sometimes I just be like. Bow, just so you that, out. You that Pepsi, you that Pepsi bottle. Uh, Jay Wesley was talking about huh? yeah, all times. Because if you actually listening and then you say something not, a, a, yeah. not intentional, and you be like, "Oh, well, this didn't work out." That, yeah, that made that whole situation worse. Uh, all right. Uh, well, before we wrap up, we always have to find out how people can find you uh, on, on social media or the World Wide Web's. Um, so Jay, where can people find, <laughs> where can people find out more about what you're doing, uh, more about the collection, and and all that, uh, even IG, all, all that good stuff. Yeah. So on social media, the handle is Right His Wrongs, W R I T E H I S Wrongs, W R O N G S, and you can check out www.righthiswrongs.com. And if you're looking for merch, uh, www.jwesleycollection.com. All right. Uh, and Deb, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Devin Aaron underscore the underscore great. Yo. Oh, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at 302Yoda and on Instagram and Facebook at Delaware on Grind. Right. You can find Lou Belgium at Lou Belgium for your beer needs. Underscore? I don't think it's underscore. It's underscore? I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's no underscore. Yo, find a nigga when you find him. <laughs> <laughs> the world's wrong though. <laughs> Where's Waldo? Just do that. <laughs> yeah. And you can find Bruising Banter Podcast at Bruising Banter Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts like iTunes and Pandora. Um, Yo, and uh, also, you can go to www.bruisingbanter yeah, and get that merchandise if you want get that to. merch. And check us out yeah. on YouTube as well at Bruising Banter. Yeah, so we gotta, we gotta show, hook you yeah. up too, J West. You see that? Yeah. Yo. Class, yes, please. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah. Yes. Then, then also make sure that you guys go to www.craftforbrew.com. 
com and put in the uh, uh, promo code of BBP4. That's B Bruce B Banter P Pockets number four. Right. And you said uh, get 15%, 15% right? Yep, that's right. 15% off. So if you ever had thoughts about home brewing, now's the time. You can get 15% off at craftabrew.com. Yep. yep, get you a beer. Yeah, baby. Brew something. Brew something. Do something and brew something. I like it. I like it. I like it. And we can drink it, tell your girl to move something. Uh, This has been episode 80. 80. Until next time. Have a good week, everybody. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you, man. Jeremiah. Jeremiah's just singing the hook. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I guess. I'm not sure. <laughs>